Well, at least you bring something to the business. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> Three men and a microphone. Like a breakfast show, but not at breakfast. And with no music. And it's a podcast. So nothing like a breakfast show, really. These three media, three men and a microphone podcast. Hello, welcome to Three Men in a Microphone, episode number 54. Thank you so much for downloading this episode of the podcast. And if you're listening in other means, thank you as well. My name is Ian Barstow. If you want to find out more about the show, head over to the website threemenandamicrophone.co.uk or search us on Twitter and Facebook, Three Men and a Microphone. Uh, coming up today, we have a retro Hall of Fame from an interviewee that's coming up shortly, Otello Calvert. And more about that name soon, because I might have got it wrong several times during the interview. Anyway, Darren, hello. Hello, how are you? I like your T-shirt you've got on. I know it's very visual, but you look like uh, a worn-out Captain America. It is, and I feel like a worn-out Captain America, although I do wish I was more like uh, Chris Evans from Captain America. But anyway, uh, hello, Damien. You know what? Isn't it good to be alive? It is nice to be happy and smiley, and hopefully this show is going to make you do that as well, because do you know what? Today's a good day. Today's a great day. It is. Every day is a great day. It's a good day. To nick a phrase from a YouTuber. Anyway, coming up on the show today, we do have the interviews. We have Damien's bits. Uh, we'll see what that version of that is um, later on. It could be the facts. It could be a story. It could be, yes. Well, it, to be fair, what I have done today, and it's all based on sort of last week's episode, where Darren seemed to struggle to say a word. And sometimes he gets a little bit tongue twisted. So I thought I'd link that in. And today, boys, during the show... You're going to have to use your tongues. Oh. They haven't been used for about 14 months. Um, Darren, have you got any teasers you want to give us? Yes. Uh, I'm going to have a rant about certain people on social media, and I have a sleep update for you as well. Very Ooh. good. Right, all that to come on Three Men in a Microphone from these three media. Let's crack on with the show. Um, so, um, I've got a new film for you to um, look out for. Do either of you like horror or zombie films? Um, I like horror, but zombie, they need to explain what the virus is more so I can understand it. Okay, well, that's a good point. <laughs> Damien? Yeah, do you know what? I'm a big Walking um, Walking Dead fan. Um, I used to like Night of the Dead and Living Dead and all stuff like that. However, being a wrestling fan, it's been ruined for me. Because there was a recent event called WrestleMania Backlash, where basically the wrestling is kind of a little bit more real these days. So they like to bring in real storylines and that sort of stuff. Well, one of the wrestlers is now an actor, um, and he's Drax. I think it's Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and his name's Dave Batista. So, it's, is that the film you're doing? That might be the thing that if you'd actually looked at the email I sent you, which contained the running order of the show, Dame, you may have known that's where I was linking into. Right, right. But that's why I've done it, you see. Okay. But I'll let you explain it and then I'll finish my story off. Okay. There's nothing like, there's nothing like a guy to damage a tease, is there? I know. You know what? Let, let me finish this. So anyway, because Ian's going to turn around and speak about this. The film looks amazing. However, on WWE, during a match, zombies came out. And surrounded the ring as lumberjacks. <laughs> they were lumberjacks in a wrestling match. Zombies. Did it shatter the illusion that wrestling I just didn't is need real? It, to be honest, I just. But then some smart bottom on the internet went, "Well, it's all right for the Undertaker to to make the lights go up. It doesn't matter because the Undertaker did that." <laughs> That's very true. And for him to bury his brother alive and to burn his brother alive, it's all Has real. That yes, you know. Can I just put, put forward my favourite scene from zombie series, um, Walking Dead? My favourite mm. scene? Yes. It's where the scientists, and they all lock themselves into that thing he blows up and he tries to explain what the virus is and how it works. In the CDC. The, in, the the, in the CDC, the Central Disease Centre, um, which is a series 
two, I believe, at the end yeah, of series and then two. After that, it just went on forever, and I gave in. I just give up. I've given it. I've given up on Walking Dead. Um, I managed. Um, I haven't watched any of the last series. I managed up no, to that, and I just got to the point when I was like, I've just had enough now. I'm done. I'm yeah, but it is the last series next on the next one. Um, it is, so, so we're all going to watch that. We're yeah, all watch but that. you're not going to be able to watch it in the UK unless you subscribe to Disney Plus. Anyway, different. Yes, because Fox, um, Fox or FX in the UK is closing down on the 30th of June. I did um, not know yes. that FX is going, and all of their shows are going, or most of their shows are going on to Disney Plus. So yet another subscription service. It's all right. We've got that. Okay, that's good then. Um, I agree with Darren though about the zombie things. I want, I like a, a film that starts at the very beginning as the zombie outbreak is starting. So if you've watched um, World War Z, brilliant, um, with Brad Pitt, um, then that shows how it started. Um, it, the book is better, but that shows how it started. Um, and they did it with Fear the Walking Dead. But what really annoyed me with that is it was promised that you would start you would see the start of how the Walking Dead series started, how the zombie plague started. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't um, at all. They, no. the, the end of the second episode, they then jump eight months into the future, and it is literally just like The Walking Dead. It's The Walking Dead. Yeah, it is. But worse. About, and then they spent a whole series on a boat. What about the one, um, I will never forget the visual, and it looks amazing. Um, it was filmed in London, and he was just walking on a bridge. Twenty-eight days later, what an amazing piece yes. of filmogra- film, film, filmography! Filmography, to be honest, I think you're about right. Um, yeah, yeah it is a really, it is a really good film. I haven't watched that for a long time. Actually, the sequel is rubbish, but the first one is really good. Amazing. Um, but the reason we're talking about this is there is a brand new film out on Netflix now. Directed by Zack Snyder, um, who did Justice League and the four-hour Justice League, which I have watched and is quite good, um, and Batman versus Superman, among many others. But he's got a brand new film called Army of the Dead, and it does star Dave Batista. Is that right? Is it Batista? It is. It is yes. Batista, yeah. Who is, is yeah. Uh, the WWE star. A £90 million film that's been in development hell for about the last 11 years um, before it got made. But it is on Netflix now, and the, the, first, the trailer... Looks amazing. Is um, it doing well? Because I think it actually it was released on the twenty first. I think it was. Uh, yes, it was. It was released on the twenty first. Um, so by um, so I've obviously watched this, and I can give you my. I haven't watched it because we pre recorded this. But anyway, um, it's. Uh, I will be watching it. It looked good. The fifteen minutes, the first fifteen minutes, were out, and people were impressed with that. Um, so mm. I think it's, it's great. Dave Batista has been brilliant for someone that. Again, I think a lot of people you know frown upon wrestlers um you know back in the day when you hulk hogan's and things like that you know those movies were just awful however the rock came from wwe you know who's now the biggest most successful film star in the world you've got john cena who is now um up and coming he's going to be um in the fast and furious he's um he's doing his own uh film as well um and then you've got batista so it will be a it will be a matter of time until Roman Reigns gets in there, who is The Rock's cousin. Is he? Is he really? I never knew that. In real life. This isn't a wrestling podcast or wrestling show, but um, did Roman Reigns, um, was he ill recently? He was, yeah. Um, About a couple of years ago, he had, um, um, oh my goodness, a a form of cancer. Um, Okay. And um, yeah, he he was in remission. Uh, But it was, yeah, it was really sad. Really, really sad. But no, he's doing good. He's back. And he's uh, the top dog in the WWE. Is Randy Orton still in there? Randy Orton's still going strong, yeah. Um, I I, I will just say this. Randy Orton, um, when he first started in the WWE. Blimey, O'Reilly. Anyway. I, that wasn't the reason I watched the wrestling, but he was one of the highlights, I will say, um, as well as being a good character. Darren? Uh, yeah, so give me a tease. Give me, like, do your very best Mark Kerr mode or Barry Norman if you're a little bit older. Give me a reason to watch this zombie Dave Batista film. So the premise of the movie is that they um, it's not the start of the zombie um, apocalypse. It is sort of partway through. Um, but they um, get told that there is a large amount of money in a casino and it's basically a heist zombie movie, but you have lots of zombies and they're the fast moving zombies rather than the, they're the running zombies. Um, you've also got, you've also got zombie tigers, 
um, and zombie animals and all stuff like that. Um, and I think the movie is about how they actually do the heist and then attack and defend themselves of, of the zombies. Do they call them zombies? Because obviously in lots of these other things, zombies isn't something that was meant to be a word. So you've got walkers or you've got um, the dead um, or floaters. I saw one of them earlier. <laughs> floaters is a different thing. <laughs> away for a while, to be honest. Um, so terrible, honestly. Thank you for that trailer, Ian. Um, I, shall, I shall not rush and watch that. No, you need to, Darren. You need Can to I... go. And... It's a big budget action movie that just happened to have zombies in there. Can I just ask, is that Mark Bacode one who is the guy that kind of goes, mm, it's uh, kind of mixed with a little bit of red wine and then you swish it round and it's still not that great. Um, yeah. I mean, if you take a look at it, it's really red wine. He, he looks like um, the great uncle of Mark Lamar. He does. <laughs> he does. But he's very, I mean, you can't ever be God rest his soul, Barry Norman. You know, um, you'd always know if you missed a season. Oh, I've missed a season. Don't worry, because it's in the title. What do you mean? Film 92. Brilliant. Which was then presented by Claudia Winkleman. Anyway, um, Mark Commode. Uh, really bothers, uh, it's not Commode, is it? It's Mark Com- Commode. Commode. He's not like a toilet. Commode is, he? is what you sit on when you're a bit yeah, older. It is. Yeah, he's not that. But anyway, he. Um, it was a dragon. As in a Commode dragon. And you can have a Commode dragon. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Um, he's a bit like Gillian uh, Thingy from um, Food and Drink Show. Do you remember the Food and Drink Show where she used to taste the wine and she'd take a sip and she'd go, oh, yes, I think we've got um, we've got a, a, a Florence of, uh, of rubber. Uh, we've got a little bit of, um, of cinnamon mixed in there at the back of the palate. Um, then we also have a bit of flora organic um, orchids. Um, yes, that's it. And and then uh, at the very end, the last note you've got is a little bit of manure. It's an excellent wine. It's only fifty nine ninety nine a bottle. Please down the gullet. Absolutely fine with a little taste of winnet at the end. Yes. And how do how do they know? Do you know what I mean? I mean, all those flavours rushing through. It's like you know, um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mmm, potato. Mmm, gravy. It I just, don't it, think. No? I don't think you can tell the difference between a four ninety nine bottle of wine and a nine ninety nine bottle of wine. It will get you drunk as quick. It all tastes the same to me. Yeah, go on. You're going to tell me, oh, I only no, go for the Waitrose no, 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 no. $12.99. I, I went travelling many years ago. Um, and when you're travelling, you haven't got that much money. So the best thing that we used to get is wine in a box. <laughs> oh, man, amazing. You just have your box in your hostel. Get your, and do you know what? It's even got a little tap. So you'd... You'd think you were really posh. Do you want another one? Okay. And then you put it in like a real cheapo beaker. Brilliant. Absolutely. Seriously, smashed for weeks. Travelling. Brilliant. Thailand, box wine. I always think box wine, um, <clears throat> and I'm not going to be a snob here, I just think it's a little bit common. Red wine, dry red wine, is the only, you know, the dark red stuff. Yeah. Right? Mm. Um, that is the only drink I can drink and I can actually physically feel myself going drunk as I'm drinking it. So I'm like... Gives me a headache. I don't like red wine. Don't like red wine. If you get drunk on red wine, my goodness, it's lethal. It is. It's got a bit to the berry in it. It it is the exorcist scene. It just goes... And it's just red with berries in. Awful. Now we're all we're all middle we're all what would be classed as as middle age. Um, We're all in our forties now. Yes, oh, no, bear yeah. with me yes. two seconds. Jeeves, do me a favour. Can you put that on Spinwash 75? Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Get downstairs now into the bunker, chap. Go on. Toodle loop. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we're all, we're all uh, middle age. Um, we're all of, of that age. Are we Is all finding? Well, it's it officially, I think we're classed as middle age um, because, you know, average life expectancy is about 80. Um, but we are all of that age where... Um, are you finding it harder that when you've had a little bit of an alcoholic drink the night before, um, even if it's just like a, a couple of whiskeys or a couple of, you wake up the next morning and you think, oh my God, I think I've had about 20 pints. Yeah. And yeah. and it I lasts had, for a day. I had, uh, what did I have? I went out the weekend uh, to a tent. And, um, In the rain. <laughs> to, sorry, to attend? A tent. A tent. What, a tent. What did you attend? A tent, Damien. Anyway, Darren, carry on. <laughs> Um, and I had, uh, we were mixing our drinks anyway. And Sunday morning I woke up and I thought I'd got coronavirus. <laughs> I, I thought you better ring the paramedics. I can't cope. 
<laughs> I couldn't I couldn't breathe. I couldn't do anything. And it didn't take me until Sunday night to feel a little bit better. And drinking the pint of water before you go to bed and the paracetamol doesn't work anymore, does it, to get rid of that hangover? He was a typical lad because we're all on social media with Darren and he did that thing. So he was like, I'm going to go to the pub and I'm going to be a man. And all of a sudden on social media, there was like four or five pictures of Darren being a man. And he was like with his man friends in a man pub doing all like man faces and man, let's do a cheers. And then they were laughing, but they mustn't have been laughing because someone took the photo. So clearly they were just kind of going like a freeze frame laugh. Unbelievable. Um, So, yeah, Darren was a lad, which was amazing to see. Most pictures that Ian and I put on there are of our family or of the the scenery, not laddie pictures. Yeah, I don't do laddie pictures. Can you do better, Darren? Yeah, think about what you're representing. Going out with your mates. Let's be men. Bit like that, was it? Come out with me and Ian. Seriously, we're on about going to Fargo. Nah, you're boring. No, we're going to go to Flamingos in Blackpool. You'd have a oh, way at time. Or oh, funny, girl, like funny Girls funny in Blackpool. Girls. Oh. That'd be amazing. I ain't going there. Oh, you are. And I would tell you, I would tell the host, the, the drag act host, oh, yeah, Darren, yeah, pick on him. He's um, He'll, he'll take the, the, the banter really well. So she would literally got, all the time be on you. We've got things planned for you, Darren Atlas. Yeah. We've got things planned. Going to take you to a gay bar. And see how you get on. It was a great song by Electric Six yes. years ago called Gay yeah, Bar. Really I know. Yeah. Really good song. Yeah. You're Moving so dated, on. Darren. What? <laughs> you just dated. Stuff you come out with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember when uh, the CD came out. <laughs> it's like a... There you are, standing there telling me that with East 17 hair. In the morning, when the sun rise. No, that wasn't then, was it? No. All right. All right. Everything's going to be all right. Stay now. Won't you stay another day? Well, they've been doing this over a year. When I recorded the first jingle, I gave them three months. And it's still going. And no one understands how. You're listening to Three Men and a Microphone. I, I, have you cut your hair or are you just going uh, Is that the reason why? I've, <laughs> have you not noticed? Oh, no. Have, have you not noticed that um, that my head is slightly above the line of the camera on Zoom that we're recording this on at the you minute? You haven't gone bold. No, I haven't gone bold. Um, I have may you tried something? I may have accidentally put the wrong clipper on the clippers when I was doing my hair and gone a little bit shorter than I was intending to. This is not visual, is it? So just show us. Oh, mate. Hang on, oh, let me dear. take the headphones off. There you go. Oh, no. The sides are all right. Nice. I did the side. I'm happy with the sides, but it just went a little bit too short on top. But mate, I... I am at that point now, Darren, and I think you'll agree with me here. because need to give up. Yeah, I am at that point where I think I, I'm going to have to go all the way because I, I am practically bald there and it goes all the way around. All the way around there. So. Does it not grow back that middle bit? Um, I get a little bit of the fringe. So hence the reason why my camera is at this angle. Um, so you don't get any in the middle? Uh, not a lot. No, that stays pretty much the same. That's been like that for years. Would you ever consider a pear transplant? Uh, no, I wouldn't because they take it from your leg and then I implant will donate it. to a charity of your choice, Ian. They take it from your leg? £10 for you to go bald. Bick it. I, I, it. Bick it. Get rid of it. Smooth. I am uh, for ten pound. No, I I want some at the side. I quite like the short side of the hair like that. I quite like that look. Um, that's a very camp look, but I quite like that look. Yeah, it's a very gay man look. It is a very gay man. It's short, short back and size, but I like that look. Give me Somerville. <laughs> I don't know who that is. It's time to delve into the archive for the Retro Hall of Fame on the Three Men and a Microphone podcast. So welcome to the Retro Hall of Fame on the Three Men and a Microphone podcast. Um, This is a bit where we get a guest to pick one item that they think should go into the Retro Hall of Fame. Um, this is can be anything from TV, it can be film, it can be a toy, it can be a piece of clothing, anything like that. This week's Retro Hall of Fame is from a gentleman called Otello Calvert, 
um, who I did an interview with, um, and I'll give you more information about that. But he's basically an entrepreneur who has started his own pasta, restaurant, stroke, truck, outdoor foodie place in Inverness. But he's also on TikTok, and that's where I found out about him. Um, really good interview. Um, his name is Otello. And it's Otello. So after we do the Retro Hall of Fame, I, I'll come back to the fact that his name is Otello. Um, and not a name that I've been I was calling through pretty much all of the interview because um, I may have got his name wrong several times. So let's hand over to myself and Otello. Uh, uh, Otello, I can't get his name right, and it's really really embarrassing. Otello and his retro Hall of Fame item. Uh, thank you very much, me, for introducing this um, today. I am with uh, a guest that's going to be on the interview podcast um, on Friday. Um, would you like to introduce yourself, sir? My name is Otello Calvert, and I own a small pasta trailer called Tagli Otello. And you're also a, on TikTok, um, Otello Jack, um, on there. All the information is in the show notes down below. Um, and we've just had a, 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 just an interview, which you'll be able to hear soon, um, where um, Otello talks about his start his business, his film school, um, whiskey as well. We talk about whiskey, all this sort of stuff. It's a very interesting interview. Um, but we are here to do the Retro Hall of Fame. So can you give me what your Retro Hall of Fame item is? It's the film Treasure Planet. Now, Treasure Planet was an animated film mm-hmm. um, from probably about 19... 19- oh, was it 2001? Okay, right. Explain to me then why why, why this film... I'm just quickly looking up to make sure that it was 2001. <laughs> IMDb? 2002! <laughs> oh, 2001, 2002, yeah. Why? It's Because it's such an underrated Disney film. Um, it's It was buried on purpose by disney because it was the the directors um had been petitioning with disney to get it made for years and they didn't think disney didn't think it was going to be popular at all so i think they buried it next to nemo um when it was released and basically did a lazy amount of pr for it but it's such a whole i've watched it so many times i've got i've got posters of it i've got collector's cards of it i've got all sorts of things for it and it's just such a wholesome lovely fantastic film with great music and you can tell it was made from the heart it was wanted to be made by the directors and it's it's now getting more recognition and a lot of people on the internet kind of every post post it now and again saying it's a hidden gem of a film but it definitely needs more okay i i'm sure i've seen it um, but I will hand back to me, Damien, and Darren. I'll tell you, thank you so much. Um, and back over to me, Damien, and Darren, where we decide if your item is going to go into the Retro Hall of Fame. Uh, thank you very much to Atello um, for his Retro Hall of Fame item, which was Treasure Planet. Now, um, I'm, I'm, I have watched it. I have vague memories of watching it. It's, but I don't think it's one of Disney's finest animated movies. Um, and it was a little bit of a box office um, flop, basically. Um, it wasn't very well received. Um, I will withhold my judgment, Darren. I think this was this kind of time when cartoon. You had two versions of cartoons. You had the Pixar that was going very well, and then you had the traditional cartoon Luke. Am yes. I right? Yes. From what I can gather and I remember, was it a little bit like Parents of the Caribbean, but cartoon for kids? Yes, and it was also a little bit... I'm, I'm pretty certain there was some computer-generated bits in it that they sort of matched in with the normal drawing animation type things. Um, so, Damien. I'm just... I'm just... And you know me. I try and be polite, so I am going to be polite. But, you know, it's not... It's not what's your favourite film. But now it's remember, not... remember he is um, he is mid twenties, so he's got you know he's he's a lot younger than us. So we've got to remember that his yeah, retro the, is different the, to the our retro is name, isn't it? Retro, retro Hall of Fame, not your worst movie Hall of Fame, not the not the you know he, he didn't have a clue, didn't research it. Do you know if they come on our show, do the research, put the time in, nothing. 
to be fair, Damien, if we'd have said to him, do you remember Mallet's Mallet, he wouldn't have a clue what we're on about. He could have turned around, he could have said something like, I don't know, like, um, now 29 or something like that. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick vote. I, th- I pretty much think I know the answer. Um, so, Damien, um, does Treasure Planet go into the Retro Hall of Fame? Possibly if there was a list, that would be the worst uh, Retro Hall of Fame ever. And uh, quite frankly, I'm not going to speak to you now for two minutes because I'm offended. Okay. Darren? Um, I'm going to be ageist and say not for me because it's not retro enough in my opinion, but that's only my opinion. And uh, my opinion is, um, unfortunately, uh, Atello, it is a no, um, simply for the fact that out of all of the Disney films you could have picked, yes, I know you said it was underrated, and I appreciate your enthusiasm for it, um, but frankly, uh, no. Sorry, Treasure Planet does not go into the Retro Hall of Fame, and you know what that means. It is time to open the hole of despair. Never to be spoken of again. To be fair, Damien, um, there was no need to push it actually in. Normally we let them fall in, but that was very aggressive what you just did then. That's one of the worst. Look, it's in there now. I don't want to talk about it. It, it. Do you know what? It's like when you wake up in the morning, you get those bits in the corner of your mouth. It's just that pointless. I never want to speak about it again. Um, thank you very much to Atello um, for doing the Retro Hall of Fame. The main reason I was speaking to him was because we had a um, recording for the Interviews podcast. And if this is the first time you're hearing the show, um, you may be going, what's the interviews? Well, it is basically um, one-on-one interviews with famous people, not-so-famous people, inspirational people, business people, reality TV stars. Um, we've had musicians. Uh, we've had lots of other things. Um, basically, Atello um, started up his own business of selling pasta um, in Scotland, um, and then he started a TikTok channel, and that just grew and grew and grew. And it's a really interesting conversation about um, how he got started, what his inspirations were, a little bit about filmmaking, a little bit about screenwriting, all of that sort of stuff as well. So you can catch that out on Friday, the 28th of May. Search for the podcast, uh, and it's called The Interviews on any of your podcast apps. Now, I got his name wrong. Um, and I got his name wrong a couple of times, um, which when by the time you listen to the interviews, that'll all be gone and I'll edit him out and it will sound perfect. Um, but yes, uh, at the end of the retro, um, I may have got his name wrong. And we will then discuss if it does get into the Retro Hall of Fame. Otello, thank you. Welcome. So you may have noticed it's <laughs> Otello and I was Otello and I think he sort of picked up on it. See my name with an R there. Otello. Otello? Otello. Otello. Yep. <sighs> I do apologise. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that, that, that's fine. And no, it's not. It wasn't by that. <laughs> no, that was like, <laughs> don't worry about it. I hate you. Get my name wrong again and I will drive down from Inverness and find you. Um. So, yeah, I, ha- I had to re-record. Otello. Right, okay. Let me just um do that last bit again. Otello. I should know by now, shouldn't I? I'm even saying the name again. It's like, oh my God, Ian, what are you doing, you idiot? This is awful. I mean, it's almost like a Treyu, isn't it? From, um, I mean, was it? No, that's clearly why he chose the worst ever Retro Hall of Fame, because he just couldn't be arsed. <laughs> like, got to that point and he thought, what, what is this? What, what, what even am I doing here? And who's this guy? He looks like a cross between. What's his name from The Office, the skinny one? And and Tintin, I don't know who he is. It was a good interview and it will sound brilliant when you listen to it. So download the interviews podcast uh, from these three media and you will find us on there. 
These three media, three men and a microphone podcast. So I've got a story here about social media. Um, basically, it's my personal story with social media because social media, when it really first started out, I mean, if you want to go back to the days of the Friends one, you know, like Friends Reunited and like, it was all about connecting people that hadn't seen each other for a very long time. And I bought into that and then that disappeared. MySpace. MySpace. There was MySpace, Friends Reunited, MySpace. Face Party. Fate, no, was it a face party? Yeah, it was, it was, yes. It was oh, really God, I rude. So um, I, I remember getting onto Facebook and it was quite good. It was all a lot of poking going on, a lot of this, that and the other. And I thought it was quite good. And then as the years have gone by, you learn that people put their lives on there, which I haven't got a problem with. I have no problem. Um, and I like to see people's drama, you know, unfolding. I never comment. I just like to read it because I'm a nosy guy. You don't share either, but anyway. Sorry? You don't share either, but anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, so we already messages either, to be honest. And then people will post things, they'll do links to things they've watched or ate or d- d- done anything, right? And I like all of that. I like to see what people are doing. What I don't want to see, uh, I don't care about adverts either. Adverts don't bother me. What I really don't want to see is in the middle of May, a Christmas countdown. <laughs> and I, it's not just May. I saw these in January. I saw them in fact. I've seen them every single. Why are you putting a Christmas countdown? And it's literally an animated cartoon, and the number is actually going down by the second. You can go onto you can go onto a website and it will you can have a little background clock that will just tell you how many days till Christmas. I don't want to know about Christmas until at least November. In See, fact, the, my birthday's in November. Can we leave Christmas out of it until after the 19th of November? See, the thing is as well, it's... Now, social media can be great. It can be terrible. We know that. One of the things that really gets me is the three of us, we obviously do talk when we're not doing this show. Seldom, but we talk. And... um we we did a kind of a trial on some of the systems the other day, um, just trying out, see how it sounded, how the kit sounded, how we sounded. Didn't make us sound any better, to be honest. Um, but we mentioned a certain brand name of a certain piece of technology. So I looked on my Facebook later on that evening, and there was only a flipping <laughs> advert for the thing we mentioned on the show. Because it listens to you. Your so device. I did it again. I did it again in the office. And I said the most random thing. Started talking about, like, lettuce and where's the best places to come up. Didn't come up as lettuce. Cabbages, though. <laughs> there was somebody that did an experiment, and it's a video on YouTube. And basically, he had a brand new, wiped his phone, brand new profile, all of that sort of stuff, um, and went onto Google and, and looked at some of the ads that came up. Um, just on websites like, I don't know, the Mail Online. You know, the ones where you get five words and then 15 adverts and then another five words. You know, those types of sites. Um, And it was just all random adverts. Um, And then he mentioned, he talked for a couple of minutes about cats. Now, he's never had a cat, never done anything with cats, never had a pet, never had known anyone with a cat. Um, He then went back onto the same website and all of the adverts were for pet insurance, pet food, cat food, cat toys, all of that sort of stuff. And that was on his computer, not even on his phone. And they say they don't listen to you. Oh, they listen to you. Definitely listen to you. It's scary. And you can guarantee now that when we go on our phones, we'll be having flipping cat pictures and cat adverts. Or somebody's Christmas countdown on there. Yes, most likely. Um, so yeah, I, 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 social media is a evil necessity this day and age, and um, particularly for things like this. Um, it does help that when you um, post stuff on there, that people will actually share it on their own pages um, and actually engage in it, um, and sort of rather than just going mm, five days later, I'll share that. Um, actually, do it when it's fresh, when I want people and need people to see it. Um, Darren. Um, you're good at that, aren't you? Yeah, Completely yeah. ignoring me and ignoring the posts I put out. Clean edit, yeah? No, no not a clean edit. Damien's bitch, yeah? No, no. not Damien's bitch, yet. Yeah. You need yeah, to get to be better fair, at it. To be fair, though, Ian, the things that you do want him to share are pictures of you when you used to be good looking. No. 
Do you know what I mean? We no. need to move on from that now. It's like, you know, me and Darren share stuff that we need to share. We don't want to share stuff about your special club, your camera club, your stamp club, your pants club. I'm not you know? in a pa- I'm not in a pants club. I'm not in a stamp club. I am in a camera club and I am now the chairman of said camera club. It's pathetic. So you need You're to bow chairman. yes, you need to bow you down to my authority. You were like that at Radio Pulse. I have authority yeah, and then Radio Pulse closed when I became chairman. But anyway, so- so speaking of needless things, my former business partner, who's still a great friend of mine, um, he's well ahead of me in the recruitment industry. Um, so the, I don't just do this. I have got another job. And the other job is recruitment. My business He is partner, exactly how you imagine him to be as well, being a recruitment specialist. So my, my business partner, who's not my business partner now, but is a good friend of mine, um, he's, he's done very well for himself. and He's bought himself a lovely house with about three acres. Now, because he's got so only much three, land. darling. Only three. Acres, oh, yeah. only three. Okay. So because he's well, he's very lazy. He said, um, oh, "I've got this really great contraption," and I thought, "Right, is it like a sit-on lawnmower?" No. Right. Okay. So have you hired a gardener? No. What? What have you hired? I've got Herbie. Sorry. As in, like the Beatles in Herbie. the car. <laughs> no, no, no. It's called Herbie. So I was on the phone to him today and it's like a little car, right? It's like a little car with blades on it. It's got lights and it goes around so that the bloke has to come to your house and he puts wires all over his garden. Okay. And that kind of tells the Herbie where not to go. So it doesn't like fall into like mud and stuff. So this little Herbie cuts the grass every day, seven days a week from 5 p.m. till 3 in the morning, okay? Just going around, just taking these bits of grass. So just cutting away, right? And the thing is, though, because he lives in the country, what are the flipping neighbours going to think? Two in the morning, you've got a little thing with lights on. They're going to think it's something out of, you know, Steven Spielberg, ET has come. You're going to get the press there, ITN, and it's going to be in with his Herbie. And I said, how often do you, do you have to cut your grass? And he said, grass, because I, I slipped there with the accent. Um, he said, uh, every day. So what do you mean every day? He said, every day. So I said, you're cutting your grass every day. And he said, yeah, it only takes off a millimetre or milliseconds. <laughs> I have a motorised goat. Do you know how much you pay for this? A lot, I would always go on. £5,000. <laughs> he could hire someone to come and do it every day for him for less every than day. that. So every day now, forever. I will say though, um, I, I, we, we, I, I own a, a hardest let which has some land um, associated with it, um, but um, it, we've um, we've brought um, it's a so you know like the hedge trimmers um, that you use in you you trim your hedges in your garden, um, you know the things the the long things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's it's like one of them, but it's like a lawnmower. So it's it's about sort of almost four foot in length um and it's like a scythe they call it it's a it's a motorized scythe and you use it to cut long grass it's the best thing ever it's like you just get it goes through everything and anything so if ever people stand in your way literally you just chop the feet off as you drive past to be honest and it looks like you use that on your air tonight son well yes thank you for pointing that out damien just because you've got e17 hair stone cold that's the bottom line, though. That's the rock, isn't it? Anyway. Like what you're listening to? Then don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen. This is Three Men and a Microphone Podcast. Damien loves his bits. He loves showing off his bits. He loves talking about his bits. So it's time for Damien's Bits. Now, this is the part of the show where we hand over to Mr. Damien Lee so that he can discuss his bits. Damien. Indeed, I do, Mr. Barstow. Now, this item has evolved over uh, many episodes. For people that are listening for the first time... This is the part of the show where it could either go on many journeys. We could be rude, we could be a little bit crude, we could be educational, or we could just be all out silly. 
But I thought what we're going to do over the next couple of weeks is kind of have a look at our bits. And today's bit is all about the tongue. Now, the reason I brought this one up is because on last week's show, Darren sometimes has issues with pronouncing things. And we had a particular word last week that was called manual. Now, can we try and say that again, Darren? Can we try and say manual? Manual. <laughs> you see, there it is again. That's a 70s porn film called a manual. Now, let's try it again. Manual. You did it then. No, he didn't. He said manual. Okay. It doesn't sound right, but manual. No, I didn't. I said manual then as well, didn't I? I did. <laughs> but I can't say uh, Valina. What? I beg your pardon? I can't say Valina. Valina ice cream. Vanilla? I can't say it. What you... do you say? Valina. Uh, what do you say? Say that again. Valina. Oh, that's so cute. Valina? But when, whenever we're with friends, <laughs> the wife will always go, go get me an ice cream. I'll have a Valina. Well, she'll say it properly, but go and get me a Valina ice cream. <laughs> Right, let's let's just I'm sorry, Damien, let's just break this down slightly. So it's vin illa. Vanilla. I'm sorry, vanilla. So vin Vanilla. No, vin Vin Vin. So just say vin. 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 Vanilla. Vanilla. No, vanilla. No, no, no. You need to you need to start. Vin. Vin. Ear. Ear. L. Ah. Ah. Vanilla. Vanilla. I'll tell you what, you'd be no good reading the news, would you? This is going to bring us absolutely (laughs) spectacularly onto Damien's Bits this week. Say that again. Which is all about tongues, okay? So what I want you to do, boys, is I want you to get your phones and have a look at the email that I've sent you earlier uh, in the show. Okay. Now, these are a list of tongue twisters. Okay. Oh, I've got a, I've got an email from a Saudi prince who wants to um, give me thirty two million pound. Oh, let me just reply oh, to that first. Sorry about that. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're going to do one by one, and we've each got a tongue twister. Okay. So this week on Damien's bits, we're all going to give this a go. Okay. So <laughs> here we go. The very first one. Have you both got the email that I sent you? Damien, sorry, stop. Ian, mm. have you got your bleep machine ready? I will have to post edit bleep. I think. Okay. Right. Go on. So, have you all checked your emails? Yes. Okay, Darren, emails? Yes. yes. Okay, yes. so here we go. There's a list. Ian, I want you to give us the very first tongue twister. <laughs> oh, dear me. Right, okay. <clears throat> how much would a wood... How much would a wood... Okay, oh. stop. Darren, have a go. How much would a wood chuck chuck if a wood chuck could chuck wood? Yes. <laughs> yes. How have you managed to do how much would a wood chuck chuck? Brilliant. Mm. Right. Brain Ian. <laughs> try that one again. How much would a wood would no. How much would No, no I can't. No. Move on. Oh. Right, Darren, the next one, please, down the page. Go. Get this because I'm Greek. Let's go. Uh the great Greek grape grows grow great Greek grapes. No! No! No, 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 he didn't get right. that one. No, I thought that was right. No. Right. Ian, try it. The great Greek grape growers grow great Greek Greek grapes. No, oh, no, damn it. No. It goes the great Greek grape growers grow great Greek grapes. How do you do that? Darren, let's go for the next one. Darren went I'm first last time. Yeah, well, I'm broadcasting. Um, the... The ruddy willow really wants... No. What? Not willow. No, move on. <laughs> you were wrong there. Right. <laughs> Ian, let's go. The ruddy widow really wants ripe watermelons and red roses when winter arrives. Well done. Thank very, you. Very, good. Thank you. Very, very good. Right, one more, Darren. Should we try that back again? The same one? Yep. Till you get it right. Okay, the ruddy widow really wants ripe watermelon and red roses when winter arrives. There we go. Doesn't that feel great? Okay, Ian, let's have the next one about gargoyles. About gargoyles? Yeah, okay, fine, we'll jump to that one. Um, Yeah, I know why you want me to say this one. Speed up, speed up, don't say it too slow. Okay, okay. Gobbling gargoyles, gobble, gobbling, gob, gob. (laughs) 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 
Gobbling gargles, gobble 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 gobble. <laughs> gobbling kid. <laughs> Go on then, Darren, have a try with the gobble. Gobbling gargoyles, gobbled gobbling goblins. Yes. You're too good at these. I'm good at gobbling. Right, let's <laughs> let's move on to the next one, Ian. Tell me all about what people think about Thursdays. Stop reading it beforehand and go. No, it's because you jump one, but that's fine. Anyway, it's only your feature. 33,000 people think that Thursdays is their 13th birthday. That one's I'll, easy. I'll give you that one. That one's yeah. easy. I'll give you that one. Okay, Darren, tell me about what's going on with cinnamon and a pan. Hey? Oh, right, okay, hang on then. Uh, there was a minimum of cinnamon in a her aluminium pan. pan. <laughs> oh, it almost... Almost. Oh dear. See, an, an American would do this. There was a minimum of cinnamon in a aluminum pan. Mmm. Aluminum. Aluminum. Now we will come to this one at the end. So we're going to skip one to go to Eddie. Ian, tell me what Eddie did. Eddie edited it. Oh no! See, that's the difficult one. Eddie edited it. It. Darren, tell me what Eddie did. He edited it, so he... No, you didn't get that right then, no. <laughs> Eddie edited it. No, it's that edit... No. It's... Right, let mm. me show you. Eddie edited it, so... No, get... you didn't get that right. <laughs> you got that wrong. You so got that wrong. Eddie edited it, so get the edit from Eddie. It's the edited bit at the end. There we go. Uh, right, Darren, give me um, info about what Tom did. What did Tom do? Tom through Tim three Tom th- <laughs> <laughs> Tom through Tim three thumb tacks. Yes, there we go. And then for the very final one on this great feature, please tell me what Peter Piper picked. You didn't even get that introduction right. Right, Peter Piper picked a picker. Uh, no, no, Darren. Peter Piper picked a pecker pickle peppers. How many pickled peppers did Peter pick? You got that. Well done. Peter Piper, pick, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. How many pickled peppers did Peter Piper pick? There we go. More fun and more frolics next week on Damien's Bits. And next week, it's all about the mind. Oh. Clean edit. I'm even doing the captain's job for him now. From these three media, this is the Three Men and a Microphone podcast. Um, so if you were listening to last week's show, um, we discussed, uh, which is where the manual thing came from, we discussed um, with Darren his um, CPAP machine, um, which was to help him breathing. So Darren, do you have an update? Are you breathing? Are you breathing and sleeping like Sleeping Beauty? No, not at all. No idea. Okay. Listen, as long as the wife can have a good night's sleep with no snoring, it doesn't matter if I can't damn well sleep. So is it a noisy um, machine? No, no. It's uh, it, it gives you the the noise of a fan, so it's a... That. Okay. Which is better than the... Yeah, but when I, when I breathe in, you can hear it go. So you hear it go... Like so it's like wind outside. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's softer. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to go and get this checked because mine is getting mine's getting pretty rough. Um, so, it, are you seeing an improvement in in any way? Do you know? Um, no. Uh, what I have noticed is it's not. I mean, the first night I used it, it was like somebody uh, put a uh, hurricane Katrina up my nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As the week's gone on, I'm like, is this, is this actually working? Is this on? So I don't know whether the pressure is stabilised to what I'm getting I more used to it. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, but there was one night when I was asleep and she woke me up. She went, "You're making a lot of noise." So when you open your mouth when you've got this nasal mask on, it kind of goes, and then it dries everything out and sucks everything in. So I'm going, <laughs> so I'm asleep. How's it go again? And you, and you can actually feel your lips go. So you actually sound in the middle of the night like a demon. I do, yeah. Oh, great! So you've gone from snoring like a banshee to sleeping next to the exorcist. 
Good lord. Um, does it? Is it a smart machine? As in, like, can you scan it with an app and it tells you what it's been doing for you overnight or not? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So apparently, I'm really worried about this, but you can actually go into the menu of the computerized system and uh, you can go to My Info and it says that pressure through the last seven days was around 6.7, around that. But it says periodic breathing. Now, what, what do you think the term periodic breathing would mean? In the context of this, I would say it's when you're you don't breathe for a long time and then you suddenly go. <gasps> well, it says periodic breathing percentages over the seven days zero. Okay, so you didn't have any dodgy episodes. So I'm hoping that's correct. Yeah, that sounds good. Or yeah. How many times have I breathed on my own? None. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think you didn't breathe. So who breathed for you? The demon inside you that was making those terrible noises. <laughs> <laughs> a question for you you know like if you have a bit of spout bowl and you've had a bit of garlic bread yeah. when you put the mask on does it whiff <laughs> no but i did have a chinese so you don't smell your breath no you don't no but i did have a chinese on friday night and it rooked me up with a lot of uh, have you ever heard the term rooked you up rook rooked up no, no never heard that before rooked up means you are clogged up with wind okay so, so indigestion so or i was i was air vibrating out of both ends <laughs> so so i'm i'm in bed so picture the scene i'm in bed friday night late on friday night and uh and i'm going <laughs> can i just be honest you're a wreck aren't you seriously i mean you know your wife can't stand us wait by the end of this she's gonna hate you as well yes are you still are you still banished to the spare bedroom no, I'm in. The, I'm in the main bedroom, so I'm. I'm hoping to learn how to uh, make a move soon. <laughs> have you Have you tried? Have you tried doing? You know, a bit of um, you know, husband and wife. Husband, husband and wife time between while you've got the mask on. Um, she. All right, steady on. Can what is this? 50, Fifty Shades Later. I need to tell you something. Oh God, really? It's, a, on, it's an afternoon show. It was Saturday night after I went to the pub. Oh yeah. Came back drunk, yeah. Oh, lad! Oh, lad! All about I went lads. To bed early to put the to put the mask on. Yeah, put yeah. the mask on. Yeah. Came to bed. Give me a cuddle. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I turned over, strangled oh. myself with the plastic tube in for breathing. It's <laughs> gone off it right now, love. Sorry. <laughs> and we will have more sleep updates from Darren very soon. And that is it for this week's episode of Three Men in a Microphone. Thank you so much for listening and downloading. Don't forget, if you want to find out more about the show, head over to the website, threemenandamicrophone.co.uk. Search for us on Twitter and Facebook, Three Men and a Microphone. And you can email us and email the show anytime, info at these3media.co.uk. If you're listening to the podcast, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, share and do all that lovely stuff that we like. Darren, thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you for listening. If it's your first time, uh, just 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 say you love it so we feel good. Thank you. Damien, thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's, uh, it's, it's great to have lots of new listeners as well. So thank you if you're joining us for the first time. Do me a favour, if you're eligible and you can, go and get your jab. Definitely do it. I've had both and it was fine. I have actually. I don't know which one I prefer. Mm. That's the extra podcast episode for the soon to be announced subscriber only section. Most definitely. Until next week, look after yourselves. Thank you so much for, for listening. Three Men and a Microphone is a These Three Media production. Goodbye. These three media, three men and a microphone podcast.